Hello to all of you unconventional conventionists. Welcome back to Rocky Talkie, a Rocky Horror podcast where we talk about anything and everything Rocky Horror. My name is John. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nikki. What is up, y'all? I missed y'all. I was gone last week. I accidentally a whole Coca-Cola bottle. A whole bottle? Yeah, completely by accident. You I ate accident- it? No, I just, I accidentally the whole bottle. Boy. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. Wild, right? But it's okay. Where everything is good, even though I accidentally the entire bottle, uh, everyone is fine. Nobody was hurt. Everyone got out honestly better than expected. So what did I miss? What did y'all do this past week? Rocky. Oh. You were there. Half. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. I mean, this last week for me uh, was pretty much all Rocky. I mean, I had a bunch of work stuff, you know, wrapping things up before the holiday, but that's super boring. So let me tell you, Rocky, we were back in New York City. We finally, finally, finally have found a home. We are performing at once a month again. Uh, in addition to all of our outside shows that we're doing. But this one is, unlike all those outside shows in an actual movie theater, it is at the Village East, where a bit of a homecoming, because 20 years ago, the New York City cast was in this exact same theater. So, boy, was that a a fun blast-from-the-past kind of moment. I never got to see Rocky in that theater 20 years ago, uh, but I finally got to perform in it. And, boy, it was funny, especially because I've read so many accounts from people who were performing in this theater on this cast, uh, and they'll talk, they'll say things in it like, oh, yes, we used to have to run down and around and back up, and I, I finally know what that means. I finally know exactly what down and around and back up means yeah. uh, and have run it myself, and it is... Um, it's not that bad, but it, uh, doing it in heels is a, a little lengthy. But yeah, no. So I'm super excited. New York City is back and in the village, and we are pumped for it. We've got a billion other Rocky things going on. Uh, but yeah, that was my week, was kind of prepping for that and, uh, you know, doing regular work. How about you, Nikki? What have you been up to? Um, Yeah, it's been pretty uneventful. Me and a bunch of my friends have really just been gearing up for this weekend. This Saturday, FNS has this huge, like, Oh my God, the most insane show we've ever booked. We're doing a Saturday show at the House of Independence in Asbury Park. And I, I can't even begin to describe how excited I am. It's going to be absolutely insane. If you live in New Jersey, I mean, <laughs> it's, at, it's, at, it's at 10. I mean, what are you doing at 10 on a Saturday? Nothing. Come to Asbury Park or else. Um, but we've just been working really hard to get there and I'm so pumped for it. So... This whole week has just been like nervous jitters and a lot of preparatory stuff, but hopefully next week I'll have something more eventful to say. <laughs> Love it. Somebody asked me what I did. No. All right. Absolutely And with not. that, let's get started with our first segment. All right, John, what did you do? Oh, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl came out on Friday, so that's basically what I've been doing all weekend. See? I knew it would be boring. All right. Yeah, let's move exactly. on with our first segment. <laughs> Global news. Are we really moving on? Yeah, we are. First up in global news, our community was, well, very saddened this past week to learn about the death of iconic photographer Mick Rock, who passed away on November 18th at the age of 72. Mick Rock was known as the man who shot the 70s and, unsurprisingly, lived an absolutely wild life and had the opportunity to photograph some of the decade's most prolific celebrities, including David Bowie, Iggy Pop, Lou Reed, Bob Marley, Madonna, and Queen, just to name a few. 
But Mick's career was by no means limited to the 70s. Since then, Mick has photographed modern musical icons such as Lady Gaga, Snoop Dogg, Alicia Keys, and Miley Cyrus. Mick was born in London in 1948 and attended Caius College in Cambridge, where he first discovered photography while hanging out in a friend's room with a lady companion and happened to notice a 35mm camera just sitting out. Mick recounted the story to the Daily Telegraph of Britain back in 2010, commenting, I was with a young lady in a state of, I think, chemical inebriation is probably the best way of putting it, and I started snapping away. I was just playing, but there was something about it that I really liked. It turned out that there was no film in his friend's camera, but Mick soon bought his own and some film and started taking photos of his friends, one of whom was Sid Barrett. You might know him as the singer of Pink Floyd. Casually besties with a rock star. (laughs) And after he started taking pictures of Sid's band, other musicians started asking Mick to take their pictures too. And as he puts it, I suddenly realized that you could make money from this. That was terrific. Much better than getting a real job. In a 2016 documentary about his life entitled Shot, Mick commented, I've lived a very wild life because I've been hanging out with a lot of very wild people. And the camera just kind of led me by the nose. And of course, within our community, Mick is best known for shooting the production photos of the Rocky Horror Picture Show that a lot of us still use pretty religiously to this day for costume and photo references for all kinds of stuff. These photos that Mick took are absolutely invaluable in that they're some of the only high-quality reference materials that we've had for the past four decades. Some that show us exactly what different costumes look like at different angles, the kind where you don't have to go frame by frame with the movie and hope to find a still shot of a single angle of a costume piece. Of course, the photos themselves are all extremely cool, but being able to use them as costuming tools has been one of the biggest assets. Our show literally wouldn't look the way it does without Mick Rock's photos. Mick is survived by his wife, Patty Rock, whom he married back in 1997, and his daughter, Natalie. Mick, we at Rocky Talk, you would like to thank you for your work and for the enormous impact that you've made on our community. We truly would not be the same without you, and we'll see you on the other side. Next up, we've got a brand new Uncle Barry interview from a brand new podcast. New Fury Media just launched their very first podcast episode in which they got to chat with Barry Bostwick all about his acting career as well as his role in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. New Fury Media is, as their Twitter will tell you, a new perspective on music, gaming, sports, and culture. They started over 10 years ago as the zine I'm a Stain. What's a zine? It's the thing I we literally talk about all the time on this podcast. You know, fanfic, magazine, thing. Yeah. A fanzine? Exactly. It's just, you know, you get rid of the fan and you got zine. Why get rid of the fan? Because it sounds cooler, Nikki. What is, what is the shit gonna hit? The zine. Oh, And okay. this zine actually did really well, <laughs> eventually reaching over 100,000 weekly consumers before it dissolved and various members started on other projects. Bradley Dillon went on to develop New Fury Media, which currently has over 700,000 users and 200,000 concurrent monthly users. They try to encompass a grand variety of art without any of the puff piece stylings of sites like, you know, TMZ. They've been expanding and just last week came out with their own podcast. 
And wouldn't you believe it, their first interview on their first episode of their first podcast is the one and only Barry Bostwick. Not gonna lie, Barry, I feel a little snubbed. We've been trying to interview you for almost a year, and you give up the goods for these new age punk rockers in the first week? Well, I mean, they do also have over 700,000 users. Meg, all it takes is one lump sum payment to an Indian view farm. The podcast was really quaint and heartwarming. It felt a lot like a big gush session for Barry, of him bragging about this great movie he was in and community and how much he loves the Shadowcasters. Some of the most notable bits of the interview include Barry discussing his genuine worry about the financial standing of Shadowcasts in general. He notes that the only money we make is from prop bags and hopes that Disney and the people in charge of the movie rights keep it accessible to everyone. Well, damn, Barry. Uh, We certainly felt seen on that point. We're going to be talking about this a little bit more later in the show, but uh, we've been working on a project recently that involves trying to get access to the movie rights, and unlike me personally, they are not cheap or easy to get a hold of. So we really appreciate, Barry, that you're being outspoken about your concerns there. We have those same concerns. During the interview, Barry also worried a little bit about Lou Adler's health. Apparently, he might not be doing so hot. We hope you're okay, Lou. Hang in there, buddy. He also noted that he thinks he may be one of the few actors cast in a role for which it is reasonably plausible he would have done all the things his character does. I wonder if that includes fucking an alien in a spaceship castle. Probably. Uh, Barry mentioned some of his thoughts on the remake as well. He thought it was a little too splashy, a little too wild and big, and also tried a little too hard to be G-rated. Yep, I can agree with you there on that one, Barry. I don't necessarily hate all of the big, wild, crazy, splashy aspects of the remake, but for a film about sex, damn, it tried really hard not to show anything involving sex. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you guys not jump on the bed as foreplay? Is that, like, just a me thing? And most positively, Barry talked about how proud he is of his fellow Rocky cast members and all their relationships to the movie, stating nobody's given up, which just feels so heartwarming. I gotta say, the funniest moment of the podcast is definitely when Barry gingerly references the first time he gave a shadow cast a pair of his underwear as years ago. But it turns out that was like 45 years ago in the 70s. That's not years, Uncle Barry. That's decades. All right, well, in his defense, I'm sure all that underwear distribution blurs together after a while. Number one Hanes consumer, Barry Bostwick. Yep. As we mentioned, Barry really gave it all up for Shadowcasters here, and the whole podcast felt like an opportunity for him to gush about Rocky, something he clearly really enjoys. Definitely check this one out if you're eager for some wicked compliments from Papa Bear Bear. As always, the link will be available in our show notes. I feel like that should have been a Jacob pickup. Did you say? (laughs) Bear Bear? Shut up, Jacob. Go back into your hole. You can come back later. Before we close out Global News, we'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Buffy the Vampire Slayers once more with Feeling episode, which turned 20 on November 6th. For those of you living under a rock, Once More With Feeling is the musical episode of Joss Whedon's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where the show's characters all wake up one morning and find themselves compelled to break out randomly into songs that inadvertently cause them to share hidden truths, secrets, and insecurities. Wow, I never connected that 
anyway. Throughout the episode, the characters have to figure out and put a stop to whatever is causing the musical bouts. If you haven't seen it, it's a really fun standalone episode that anyone can enjoy, even if you aren't familiar with the Buffy universe. The musical numbers are genuinely really good songs, and it's very well put together as a whole piece. You can also catch it shadowcasted from time to time at different Rocky casts, especially at cons. It's one of the performances that usually happens along with Dr. Horrible and Repo. I myself have performed in a Buffy shadowcast once. It was at the most recent RKOCon. Uh, I was casted as Buffy. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was casted as Buffy, but I kind of looked a little bit more like Kurt Cobain than Buffy. But it's okay because that's what you get when you cast a hyper-masculine man as Buffy. Uh, but I was Buffy for the intro song, and then I also played Xander for um, I'll Never Tell. Uh, and I, I knew that. about that. Uh, I knew about both of those roles about a week and a half beforehand because it was kind of like a, a favor to RKO. They just had a last-minute dropout. So I ended up covering – I was originally – I was always Xander for I'll Never Tell. But then at the very last minute, I had to be Buffy for going through the motions. And honestly, I would play Buffy again. <laughs> I had fun. It's a fun show. It it works really and fucking uh everyone who plays sweets, the damn makeup and costumes for that are just oh love yeah, it. Could could not be me. Uh Savannah is so fucking hot as sweet. Oh <laughs> uh. funny story, I actually have a uh what it what was it be? A Golden Globes Whichever one's the TV one, a screener copy of this episode uh, that somebody gave to me a long time ago. And it's actually probably like a better version of it for us to show like as a standalone episode because it has a recap at the beginning of it that was intended for the voting audience that like tells you the story of the last couple of episodes. So you know what they're referencing in all of the songs when they sing them. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Hit me up. I'll rip a copy. Yeah. So congratulations to the cast of Buffy for creating such a fantastic and prolific musical episode. It definitely isn't an easy thing to accomplish. We're very grateful that you've given our community a piece of media to shadowcast and be silly with over the last 20 years. Our conventions wouldn't be nearly as fun without the opportunity to scream shut up Dawn 23 times at Michelle Trachtenberg within a 45 minute span. She's 36 now, by the way. Baby sister Dawn is older than all of us. Just FYI. You're welcome. Wow. Fuck that. And with that, let's move it on over to community news. Woohoo! So, first up in community news, I wanted to go ahead and take a minute to spotlight some of the brand new additions that have popped up over the last couple of months on Columbia's Closet. Yes. You heard it here. It is not old and busted. It is the new hotness once again. Columbia's Closet is back at it with some guest posts. For those of you that aren't familiar in the community, and I don't know how you could possibly be in the community and not be aware, uh, Columbia's Closet was run by Minna Credo. Uh, it is a resource for all kinds of different costuming information, how-to tutorials, research photos, resources for where to find pieces, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, it, I, I lovingly call it like the companion to the anal retentive guide. If you're not bouncing back and forth between these two sites while you're doing costuming, you really should be using both of them they are both fantastic resources 
one of the things Man has been doing recently is bringing on uh, guest writers to write pieces uh, for the site. So a few months ago, there was a fantastic uh, piece that went up about doing kind of uh, low-budget Rocky raps, uh, kind of like the not hyper-screen accurate, but the like super good enough for your show uh, with a focus on the ease and, and convenience of getting in and out of them. Uh, and then just the other day, there was a big revamp, thanks to Brandon Citrina, to the Frank Jacket Pins and Patches pages. So this has been the resource for anyone who has been building a Frank Jacket at any point, probably as long as I know that people have been hardcore building Frank Jackets in the last decade or so. Uh, and it had slowly gotten a little bit out of date. Uh, there was a ton of new information that was found out within the community. And this was kind of a revamping that Brandon did to bring up, bring the info up to date, get some new higher quality pictures on there, and to, you know, show off some of the new things that have come about, including a revamp, like a total revamp of the patches section uh, that shows all of the patches that uh, are on the back of Frank's jacket and on the arms. Absolutely fantastic resource. If you are at all interested in the Frank jacket, go check it out. And if you are interested in Rocky Horror Costume in general, you have to go check out Columbia's Closet. And we're getting new content, man. First time in fucking forever. I am so pumped to see what's coming up next. And a big thank you to Minna. A big thank you to Brandon and everyone else who's been contributing lately. I love to see it. It's just a fantastic resource for our community. Hoopla! And are you done, Aaron? I'm sorry, I'll just put this away. <laughs> Next up in community news, we've got a write-in from Helen in Sydney, Australia, who is super excited to share her art page called Cartoon a la Rocky Horror. It's an art page that merges your favorite cartoons with your favorite movie. Well, assuming that your favorite movie is Rocky Horror. Shock treatment. Forrest Gump. Get out. <laughs> Helen tells us that a few years ago, she decided she wanted to learn to draw and paint, and she spent countless hours watching different YouTube video tutorials where she learned different art styles and techniques. While she practiced, she randomly drew a picture of Pikachu dressed as Frankenfurter and posted it to social media, where it got a really great response. That single cartoon was the origin of Helen's art page, Cartoon a la Rocky Horror, where she created digital mashups of popular cartoon characters performing Rocky Horror scenes in full costume. Since the start of her page in 2016, Helen has worked with several casts to help create logos and promotional artwork, including RKO Army and the New Kids of Albany. In fact, the New Kids of Albany even named Helen an honorary member of their cast back in 2019. Aww. Oh my god, that's so sweet! Lots of Helen's work is featured on the Cartoon a la Rocky Horror Instagram account, where you can see all sorts of really funny mashups like Pinocchio Rocky and Geppetto Frankenfurter, Bananas and pajamas as Mags in Columbia during Tatcha, and entire cast portraits featuring the casts of King of the Hill, American Dad, Garfield, and Daria, just to name a few. Damn, that is an insanely crazy wide range of art styles, Helen. I used to do some of these, like, just for funsies way back when, like, Bart Simpson as Eddie, but, like, I never, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to try and match all these art styles, and that is incredible. Good for you. If you happen to be someone who's into, I don't know, Rocky-themed merch, I'm looking at you, Aaron, who wears almost exclusively Rocky t-shirts, Helen's art is available in a huge array of different merchandise on Redbubble. She's got t-shirts, hats, stickers, mouse pads, buttons, all kinds of stuff. 
Oh, man. I've been seeing her stuff and wondering where I can buy it. I am just going to flip to our show notes and go do some shopping. Awesome. So if you check out these cartoons and want even more, Cartoon Alaraki Horror also has a Patreon page, where a small monthly donation will grant you exclusive access to all sorts of goodies, including the ability to check out unpublished sketches and scenes that didn't quite make it to social media. But they are gorgeous, nonetheless. Helen's plan is to raise enough money to start producing enamel pins of her work, and guys, we know you all go nuts for an enamel pin set. When it launches, the Patreon's Sweet Transvestites, supporters who pledge $10 a month or more, will be granted early access to place pin orders before the merch is made available to anyone else. Plus, you get a super cool exclusive sticker after being a patron for three months. Helen's artwork is super cute. We highly recommend any Rocky fans go check out her Instagram page and give her a follow so you can get all that sweet, sweet Rocky content on your feed. Plus, you know, maybe check out her Patreon if you want to feel like a fancy patron of the arts. We've already done the hard part for you by linking it in our show notes. All you got to do is click and you're already there. Next up, we've got another cool as hell announcement from our friends at the Francis Bacon Experiment. Their cast is going to be hosting a holiday-themed virtual show. Bow, bow, bow. That's right. On December 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, Francis Bacon will be presenting their 2021 O'Connell & Company show online with a holiday theme. This performance will be dedicated especially to Rocky Horror fans in need who maybe live in places that don't have access to shadow casts in their area and who would otherwise go without any Rocky at all this holiday season. The Francis Bacon experiment won't have it. They want to make sure everyone has equal access to Rocky Horror performances, even if you live in the middle of nowhere and your nearest cast is really, really far. Or maybe only performs like a few shows a year and then their next one isn't until Valentine's Day. Or worse. Next Halloween. Dun dun dun. Thank you. Don't fret. FBE has got your back with their Christmas performance, which will air at rhpslive.com at 9 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, December 11th. We've got the deets linked for you in our show notes. The performance is totally free to watch and is going to be an absolutely amazing time with maybe even a few holiday surprises for us. Hmm. Maybe some neat little cameos from some of our friends in the community. Hmm. You'll have to tune in to find out. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> the show will be totally free, although if you have a great time and you want to show your appreciation with a donation, you'll probably end up on Santa's sexy naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Isn't it a little early in the year to be making Christmas innuendos? It's not even Thanksgiving. If there is one thing that I have learned from watching Christmas movies as a kid is as long as you've got the spirit of Christmas in your heart, you can make innuendos all year long. Speaking of innuendos, hey, Aaron, you want to hey. jerk each other off for a sec? Bro, do you even have to ask? Wait, what? That's right, John and I gotta flop our dicks out on the show real quick and shamelessly plug a project that some of the New York City cast members are working on. So, okay, New York has been having just a whole mess of a time, and by that I mean Meg has been having a whole mess of a time, trying to find a regular theater for post-COVID times. So we've been getting, I'll call it creative, in finding 
a ton of other venues and exploring a bunch of different performance space options. We've always used a theater or a venue uh, in the past as the owner of the rights for the film, as a go-between. But recently, we've started to look into what it might be like to produce the entirety of the show ourselves without using a middleman. So what does that mean? That means we found a performance space. That means we negotiated with that performance space. That means we paid for the rights from Criterion. And that means that we kind of have full control over this show. So we decided that if we're going to be getting weird, we might as well go balls to the walls weird and do a completely different twist on Rocky Horror. It's going to be a bit more modern. It's going to be hyper-interactive, both shadow casting on the stage, in your lap, all that stuff. And kind of the biggest departure... We're going to be featuring live vocals from the incredibly talented New York City cast members who can sing their little hearts out. So one of the most interesting things about this show and about this interactive experience is that it's in the same spirit of the Shadowcast. But what we're doing is we're modernizing it for a 2021 audience. So these characters are going to be way more fleshed out than the characters that you would see portrayed in the stage show that is the same script from the 70s, as well as characters that are different than what you would see in a shadow cast. So there are two ways in which that we are modernizing this show for 2021. Number one, the characters are going to be way more fleshed out. All of us met, we have backstories for our characters, we have relationship building between the characters, way more than what they have in the movie. Secondly, we are also adapting their costumes to 2021. So these characters are not going to be dressed in like the glam 70s, style that the movie was based on we are basing everything in current 2021 fashion it's going to be wild and uncomfortable and everybody is going to want to see this and the other thing that we're going to be doing with this is we're going to be ramping up audience interaction so like the second that the patrons walk in and get seated we are in character we are helping them to their tables to their seats in character uh you know riff is going to be creepy leading people uh, Frank is going to be posh and full of himself. Columbia is going to be loud, catty, annoying, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we are also going to be using phantoms throughout the show. Some phantoms are going to be taking vocals from other people. Some phantoms are going to be utilized as stage props. They're going to be everywhere. And we're also going to be performing throughout the space and not just on stage. So blocking, I hardly know her. <laughs> we're going to be utilizing the entire space. We're going to be in the audience. We're going to be on the stage. We're going to be fucking outside. Please, nobody go outside. But, like, we're going everywhere. It is not limited to just that area right in the middle or right in the front that everyone is staring at. Think, like, Great Comet, but good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just beyond excited to be working on this show. It's been a massive amount of work, but a massive amount of fun to put together. And we're hoping it'll do really well and be like a whole different kind of thing that the New York cast can continue working on in the future. We would love for any of our listeners who happen to be in or around the New York City area to come and check us out. The performance will be on Saturday, December 4th at 9.30 p.m. at the Caveat NYC. We've linked the event page for you in our show notes. We hope to see you there. Or else. Seriously, we got to pay for these rights. Yeah. 
If you've got a super cool Rocky project in the pipeline that you'd like to share with the community, head on over to our website, rockytalkypodcast.com, and fill out the form to share with us. We can't wait to tell everyone about your work. You know, that was kind of a fun jerk-off sesh, but I gotta be honest, I kind of feel like jerking it a little bit more. Oh, no. Oh, you guys know who we gotta call if we wanna jerk it. Oh, no. Did someone say jerking it with Jacob? Uh, no. None of us did, actually. Did someone think of any variation of the phrase jerking it with Jacob? Well, yeah, but but we never actually said it. I've streamlined the process. The verbal command is no longer necessary. The thought alone is enough. You're welcome. I'm Jacob, and I'm here to jerk it. In this segment, jerking it with Jacob. It's Nikki asks a question, you mongrel. It can be both things. I'm great at asking all sorts of questions while I jerk it. Sometimes I can even do it in game show format, complete with prizes. What sorts of prizes could you possibly have to offer us? Um, you've got to answer game show questions during a jerk it sesh. What more of a prize could you possibly ask for? You guys ready to play? Yeah... Hell yes. I guess. <sighs> game show! <laughs> so after all that talk last week about Meatloaf's new game show, I got to thinking and decided I wanted to play some kind of game modeled after Meat's brilliant musical I Would Do Anything for Love situation. Unfortunately, all of our game partners suck. Meg's camera shy. My Andrea hates the Jews. Nikki's boyfriend, finger quotes, finger quotes, lives in Canada. And Alabama. Savannah is out there being like successful in their chosen career or something so much like our cold dead hearts this game will be every man or enthusiastic evening coordinator for john jay college for themselves why did you single me out i was talking about aaron oh yes of course how could i have been mistaken he also works as an evening coordinator for john jay college come on i, I would think that's a tiny circle and you would know your coworkers, but yeah weird. clearly not thanks for doxy me jacob <laughs> <laughs> Like the meatloaf game, we will be using music, Rocky music no less, foreign language Rocky music no less, with everything pulled from the Rocky Horror International album, available on Spotify. The game will be split up into three rounds, and everyone starts off with two repeat tokens, which I'll explain later. First round will be all English-speaking casts. We'll hear three clips from three casts, Australia, New Zealand, and London. After all three clips, We'll take a guess at which cast each is from. One point for each correct guess. Next will be the two foreign language casts off the album. Norway and Mexico. We'll hear a tidbit of one from Mexico and two from Norway. Again, after all three clips, we'll take a guess at which song each is. One point for each correct guess. In our final round, we'll be using our foreign language casts again, but this time we'll be trying to translate. You'll hear a few lines from a song and try to guess what those lines were. Everyone gets only one shot with their own song. Two points if you get it right here, but you do have to be exactly right. Lastly, your repeat points. After each clip in the first two rounds, you can use one of your coins to hear another segment of the song you just listened to. Using your coin lets everyone hear the new segment. In the last round, using your coin Let's you hear your few lines again. Any questions? 
What's the monetary value of the coins that I can redeem them for? 1,200 Jacob bucks, which, if you come to my apartment, fetches you, you know, some of the chili I have in my fridge, so. Is there an alternative exchange rate for Jacob bucks that doesn't involve chili? Uh, I mean, once you get the chili, you can trade it back to me, and I'll give you goods and services, but you have to exchange it for chili first. Is this game show optional? (laughs) God damn it. All right, with everything settled, let's get into it. Round one, super easy. I'm going home. Remember, it's your job to tell me which cast this is. It could be from Australia, New Zealand, or London. All right, everybody, click on the link, and music should play. And I realize I'm going home. All right, so that's the first one. We've all listened to it. Yeah. All good. And if no one wants to use their repeat tokens, we'll move on to number two. This time, the song is Superheroes. I've done a lot. God knows I've tried to find the truth. I've even lied. All right, we've all listened to the second one, Superheroes? I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wicked. Let's go to the third one and close out the first round with I Can Make You a Man. That, I, I want to keep listening. That sounded like a, like that, that hit different. Isn't that a rompy one? I really like that one. It like, it started to pick up at the end there. I was like, shit, okay. Let's get into it. A weakling weighing 98 pints will get sand in his face when kicked to the ground. All right, that's the end of the first round. We've all listened to clips from the London cast, the Australia cast, and the New Zealand cast. Aaron, let's do you first. What are your guesses in order for the first, second, and third song? Who do you think they come from? Oh, boy. So I've maybe listened to this album once, maybe twice. Like, I've certainly listened to the 1973 London album many, many times, but, like, the international versions, not so much. So... I'm going to guess, I don't think that either of the two songs from Frank were Tim Curry. So I'm going to guess the first one is, uh, I'm going to go New Zealand for I'm Going Home, London for Superheroes, and Australia for I Can Make You a Man. All right, that's Aaron's guesses locked in. Nikki, up to you. What are your three guesses? Oh, God. Well, now I'm questioning myself. But I'm going to go with what I initially thought because, you know, um, whatever. Oh, I'm so stressed because Aaron said that none of them sounded like Tim Curry and it didn't dawn on me that Tim Curry could even be involved. Um, But I think, oh, no, wait, can I go last? I can't. I don't know. That's all right. Well, you get your brain together. Let's head on over to John. (laughs) Okay. John, what are your guesses for these three clips? Uh, I don't listen to Rocky Horror because I'm not a fucking nerd. So that that was an imme- that was an immediate dig at Aaron. Yeah, no, it's cool, oh, man. No, I'm, a, I'm a fucking it. nerd. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's a big fucking nerd. Uh, but I am actually, despite Aaron being a big old fucking nerd, I'm actually going to agree with him. I'm going to say New Zealand, London, and Australia in that order. You can tell because the first one sounds upside down. That's okay. that's that's what gave it away for me. <laughs> All right, Nikki, are yes, you ready? I think. All right, let's have them. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh... 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to say uh, New Zealand, Australian, and then London. All right. Nikki's answers are locked in. After the first round, I am proud to say, Aaron, John, you guys are fucking morons. Absolutely everything wrong. Nikki, you're not much better with oh. just one right. Those were the English-speaking cast, I'll take it, guys. though. I'll take it. One is good enough for me. What is, you are at the top of the pack. That is better Which than Which one was two. it? Australia. The correct order. The first song was from the London cast. Superheroes. No way. And I'm Going Home was from the London cast. Superheroes wow. is from the Australian cast. And I, I'm surprised you guys didn't get the last one. I can make you a man. The way that guy was, was singing screamed New Zealand to me. I, it was instantaneous. Hold on. I got to go listen to I'm Going Home again. You're telling me this is Tim Curry? I don't know if it's Tim Curry. It is listed as being from London. Maybe it's a different cast? No, that does that sound could like be Tim, Tim Curry. I guess. Yeah, no, I hear it now. Damn, man. All right. All right. Maybe some of our listeners uh, clocked that one better than we did. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. You know, I probably would have gotten all three right if Aaron said that that didn't sound like Tim Curry. So I'm taking that as a personal win and that Aaron sucks. (laughs) That will not be reflected in your point score. That's (laughs) fine. That's fine. I just need the satisfaction of saying it. All right. It's going to get a little more difficult. Round two. The clips are much smaller, but you only need to guess what the song is. They are all foreign language casts. The first song is going to be from Norway. Oh my god. I love that sound. Doesn't that sound delightful? Is it Kirby? Kirby? Isn't that him? Isn't he the guy that's like, ah! That sounds absolutely nothing like Kirby. Nikki, get out of this call. Okay, I don't <laughs> consume any Kirby-related media. Okay. I have a small idea. All right. Does anybody want to use a repeat token? So tell me, I'm I'm an asshole and I wasn't paying good enough attention. If I use the repeat token, do I lose the the one point that I have and then I'm at zero? No, you have two repeat tokens. They're a resource that does not count towards your point total. If you use it right now, you get to listen to this link, which is another segment. No, actually, no. You're gonna use it. I'm good. I'm good with what I got. You're good. All right. Anybody else? We're going to move on. All right. Click the link below the number three song. What what country is this? This is also from Norway. Oh, swag. I got I got to hear the second part of this. All right. Do we all get to? Everyone, yes. you can go click on that second link. John is cashing in one of his two tokens. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, is everybody ready to go? Last song? The last song is just the next song in this round we're going to listen to. It's from Mexico. We'll go around, this time in reverse order. Nikki, what are your three guesses for what these songs were? Okay, I'm not really too certain on the first one, but I'm just going to, just going to, I'm going to say Floor Show for the first one, like um, Rose Tints My World. Uh, the second one, I think, is There's a Light, and the third one, I think, is Tatcha. All right, your answers are locked in. John, it's to you. What are your guesses? I'm going to say um, I Can Make You a Man Reprise for number one, There's a Light for number two, and Tatcha for number three. And Aaron, it's to you. Wow, I have absolutely no fucking clue on these. I'm going to go with uh, 
touch her for number one. I'm going home for number two. And, uh, fuck if I don't for number three. Um, let's go with Time Warp for number three. Aaron, did you listen to the sound bites? I did. <laughs> I did. I'm just very bad at it. Are you throwing this on purpose? I couldn't, I could not pick out a damn thing in those. The audio quality is so bad. I mean, I'm actually, I'm being really cocky for someone that doesn't have my answers back, but John and I had some similar answers. <laughs> yeah, and I am proud to report, much to, I'm sure, Aaron's chagrin, Aaron, you got everything wrong. Again. Good. Okay. Uh, Good for me. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll Aaron. go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> but John, you got all three of those correct. Good job, buddy. Nailed it. And Nikki, you got two correct. So the right order, I'll as John it. gave, Muscle Man was the first song, Over at the Frankenstein Place was the second, and Toucha was last. Muscle Man? Uh, I can make a I man out of you. I can make you a man reprise. I can make a man out of you? I don't know, the Muscle Man song. In Norway, it's called Muskelman Sangen, and I think that's hilarious, and I've been just thinking about that a lot. Muskelman Sangen. Reprise. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So that puts us at John and Nikki tied for the lead with three points each. You're going down, Nikki. Okay. And Aaron in dead last. Sounds right. She really just she really just said okay. Yeah. Okay, Aaron, you're up first. Each of these songs is one person only. So this first link, only Aaron's gonna listen to it. You guys can listen to it too, but only Aaron gets to guess and get points. So Aaron, listen to that song. And let me know what you think the lyrics are that they're singing. Oh boy. What is that? That is. Can I listen to it twice? As many times as you want, buddy. You can also use a repeat token to listen to some more. You've got two, and it doesn't affect. Oh you. hell, yeah. Nah, give me the second half of this. Let me listen to both of them. All right. Oh, there's only... Uh, never mind. I did not include second halves for these songs. So, I I lied, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know this one. You're stupid, Aaron. I, I, I know it, too. I just can't hear it correctly. My brain is not in, like, Rocky mode right now. Um, Which is the weirdest statement you've ever, ever heard. Uh, this is the end of Make You a Man, right? So it's... You think what you're listening to is the end of Make You a Man. Maybe not. That's cheating. I'm going to help you, Aaron. You're in, uh, he's in last place. I'm going to help you, Aaron. This is from the intro credit song. What? Yes. Oh, then I was wrong. I was with Aaron. I was with Aaron as well. Yeah, I thought it was um, I Don't uh, Want No Dissension, Just Dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's where I was going with it. But, yep. like... Never mind. Wow. I, never mind. I am wrong. It... Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. I switched things around because... <laughs> no I wonder did... I'm losing, you son of a bitch! Um, I did want to complain that Aaron got the um, got mine and I got Aaron's. Yeah, just for this last question, I switched around Aaron's and Nikki's because I thought the one Aaron got was too hard and Nikki got too easy a one because Nikki knows this album. So I am wrong. How do you know? I don't... I know this album? Um, Andrea told me that FNS uses this a lot, and you interact with the album. No, not the international one. Oh well. Oh well. It's okay though. I'll take the hard one. Aaron, this is from Muscle Man. 
I'm, I can make a man. Muskelman Sangen. Make you a man. Muskelman Sangen. All right, so I'll take half a point for uh, for knowing the song, and John can have half a point for giving the correct answer. What the fuck about me? Fuck you, Nikki. Well, you didn't speak loud enough. This is why you talk over other people, because you win. <laughs> I'm literally going to quit the show so soon. All right, so Aaron has got half a point. John yes. has three and a half points, and Nikki has three points. Nikki, it's swag. your time to shine. Go ahead, click that link. I'm giving the lyrics. Yeah, what do you think those lyrics were? Is it the first verse, like, Michael Rennie was ill the day the earth stood still, but he told us where we stand? It's not the first verse. All right, well then, good job. I guess you'll go fuck yourself, huh? Yeah. I'm just going to give I up. I guess that is the first verse, too. I yeah. can go again. I, I mean, I, 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 like a, ly- a guess of the lyrics is like... Is it, I knew lyrics. Leo G. Carroll was over a barrel when Tarantula took to the hills? No. I, I, I don't, I don't well, know. that's all right. You tried. Um, for knowing the song, I'm going to give you, like Aaron said, one point. And John, it's to you. Nikki with four points. John with three and a half. What's the words? Yeah, what were the words? You expected us <laughs> to get Jacob has right. left the call. <laughs> <laughs> you really expected us to know these. I knew it last night. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this for you. I know right before he stops, another name happens. Because you can tell that you can tell what the lyric is right after this because they say a name, and nothing Nikki said ended right before a name, so that's how I knew she was wrong. Well, I want some clarification before we move on. I could I could have one. You, uh, you I mean, <laughs> sure. Let's. Okay, so I was very wrong. Um, the lyrics for the Spanish version or the Mexican version of the intro song are seemingly different. Because Flash Gordon, the line about Flash Gordon is like halfway through the song, and in the lyrics, it's like one of the first lyrics. So Nikki. So basically, actually, you gave me a song that I couldn't give you the lyrics for. That is one way of putting it. Sure. Another way is I'm human and I make mistakes. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is like the fourth mistake that you've made in this game show, Jacob. I'm very human. It's been two weeks, four. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nikki, for getting it right, you get one point for the song and two points for getting it right. That is a total of three extra points. You're at six points. John, it's to you. All right, I retract any of my statements about Jacob. He is he is God, and we should respect him. Okay, so this means that I have to get this right to win. Meg, cut that out. <laughs> you have to get the lyrics right and the, the name of the song right to win. Correct. All right, let's see what we got here. John has to get this right song and lyrics to win. Can he do it? Yes, in fact, I can. Wow, I feel like I got the hard one in this one. <clears throat> I, w- I feel like I got the hard one considering mine wasn't translatable to English. <laughs> well, I suppose it sounds like you're complaining. The wow. song, this is bullshit, my <laughs> friends, is Hot Patootie, and the lyrics are Hot Patootie, bless my soul. I really love that rock and roll. 
Hot Patootie, bless my soul. I really love that rock and roll. But which of the choruses is it? Yeah. Uh, first. <laughs> no matter how much I listened to any of these, I had absolutely no idea what the lyrics were. I had to read along with like the lyric sheet on Google so closely to figure out where I was at any point. I am astounded that you guys know. Good job, John. That is correct. You get three points, putting you in the lead at 6.5. Crushing the competition. Oh, Nikki and Aaron are crying in a corner. It's it's a massacre. This is bullshit. Jacob oh, doesn't know the words to Hot Patootie. News at 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, this job. is fun, dude. I like this a lot. Awesome. I'm having a great time. Good job, Nicotine, Aaron, John. You all did awesome. Game shows are always fun to do. And it's really, it's more about the friends we made along the way. Do we do we actually care who won or who lost? Of fucking course yeah. we do! John, you absolutely crushed it! Fucking Aaron and Nikki are in the dirt, bleeding and crying, and no one's gonna help them! You have the bigger dick, and neither Nikki nor Aaron can take that away from you. I hope you all enjoyed jerking it with me, Jacob. We didn't. I did. Recount. I still lose. Yeah, I, I counted again. You still lose, Aaron. <laughs> and that's our show. We want to thank Helena for writing in to share her gorgeous cartoon projects. And as always, we'd like to thank Jacob for all his help on the script and Aaron from Tennessee for his help with the editing. If anyone has a question they'd like us to answer on air for Nikki Asks a Question or some community news they'd like us to talk about, or even a cool story to share with the community, we'd love to include it in our show. Just go to our website, rockytalkypodcast.com, and fill out our contact form to tell us about it. If you're enjoying Rocky Talkie, please help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show. It makes the podcast more accessible to new listeners, which really helps us to grow the show. And if you want even more Rocky Talkie content, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, all at Rocky Talkie Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye! Bye. Who the fuck wrote my name J-O-H-N? Probably Jacob. Fucking mm-hmm. Jacob. I've known that motherfucker for like three years. <clears throat> fuck you, Jacob. Hello to all of you unconventional conventionists. Welcome back to Rocky Talkie, a Rocky Talkie podcast. Nope. nope. A Rocky Horror podcast where we talk about anything and everything Rocky Horror. My name is John. Sexy naughty list. <laughs> You'll probably end up on Santa's naughty list. There it I is. Like, I like mine better, but... <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.